I need you to tell me about the Titanic conspiracy theory right yeah, now. Yeah, I hear it. Okay, so, I mean, and it's not Titanic, like, the actual sinking of the ship. It's, like, a conspiracy ser- theory of the movie. <laughs> okay. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Not as exciting, but still exciting. So, I went to go see Titanic in 3D on Friday. Um, it was great. Had a, a wonderful time. Um, you know, in the beginning, uh, when they're, like, in those little... Um, I call them robot ships underneath the the water to like uh, investigate the Titanic and then they send out like a little robot guy Mm -hmm. to like investigate it so anyway I was watching it and on the side of the machine it said Duncan and it looked like Dunkin Donuts and I was like it's fucking Dunkin Donuts trying to advertise in (laughs) Titanic right now like what is happening because it looks exactly like the font and it just said Duncan on the side of it. And I just like, I never noticed that before. So I don't know if it was like always there or not. So anyway, the scene keeps going on. One of the guys is wearing a v- essentially a VR headset that says Snoop Vision. So I'm like, yeah, I always thought this thing's name was like Snoop or Snoopy. And then they kind of like pan in on the machine again. And it says Snoopy on the side or Snoop or like something like that. So I'm like, fucking Duncan is advertising in Titanic. So (laughs) I tried to find it on all of the streaming services. And because it's in theaters right now, of course, it's not on anything that you don't have to pay for. Right. So I, I continued my investigation and I went to YouTube. And I just typed in scene from Titanic when they're in these robot machines, and <laughs> like, you know, whatever. And it turns out there's two machines. There's Duncan and there's Snoop. Um, mm. So Duncan oh. was always there. But I do find it a little odd. And I wasn't the only one that thought it because I said something to two of my friends that were there with me. And they were both like, yeah, I thought that was a little weird. So I feel like Duncan just got free advertising or potentially a mandela effect where now it's just says duncan and it's like duncan and the reason i say that is because the video i I should have included this i looked at how long ago the video was posted because i just wanted to make sure that it wasn't like just posted of this scene and the video on youtube was posted 13 years ago okay wow weird weird i instantly went to duncan trussell <laughs> yeah, but no, it was like Duncan, like D U N K I N apostrophe. Hmm. Maybe they sponsored it. Yeah. Well, maybe also the they sponsored it back then. Were yeah. was Duncan Donuts around then? Yeah, but they were yes. Duncan Donuts. They weren't Duncan. Now know. they're just straight up Duncan. That's true. They're just killing maybe. killing the game on the court, just dunking all over the place. <laughs> Oh my god, so Ken just walked behind me and scared the crap out of me. <laughs> I saw him in my camera and I'm like, what is that? It's Pisces season. I'm feeling it. It feels mm. good. I like it. You guys are not feeling it, I guess. No. I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's alright. <laughs> I'm okay. It's okay. Everything's okay. Everything's fine. Pisces it's fine. Mars, Everything's fine. So. I do. I do have a Pisces Mars. Why why'd you say it like that? School me. I'm just saying, like maybe like more some more motivation will hit you, some creativity. Some oh, creative it definitely motivation. has, but then I like have wiped myself out. Mm. Cause I'm just like, woo! And then I'm like, bitch, chill out. You are 
not a spring chicken, even though I got spring chickens upstairs. Mm-hmm. You see, dude, you got some Aww. baby chickens. You got baby yeah, new baby. I did. I got cute. new baby chickens. Nice. And they're super cute. And I gave them mealworms this morning, and they grabbed them in their little beaks, and meep, 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 meep. And I was all excited <laughs> about it, and it was adorable. But I'm a little nervous, so I got one of the chickens that's those stupid fucking looking chickens, the Polish top hat chickens. Oh, yeah, I love those. Right? They're, yeah. I, yeah. So unfortunately, these chickens are like three days old. Normally, yeah. I'm like, I did not want to have baby chickens and do the whole thing again, but here we are. Mm. I was hoping to get like a couple week old chickens. Right. But they didn't have any at the, at the farm. Supposedly, they're like really hard to keep alive as babies. Oh, no. And I've been on like all of the sites looking it up and people are like, one day that chicken, that baby chicken's fine. And the next it's not here. Mm. And just like out of nowhere. Aww. So I suppose that they're very delicate. The lady said, if I get it the three weeks, I'm in the clear. Okay. Well, that's good. When did you get so them got- yesterday? Mm-hmm. Okay. So three Saturdays from now. Three Saturdays well, from now. Yeah. If if I can keep them, if I can keep that one alive that long, mm. we'll have a party. We'll have a party. His name is Fer- yeah. oh, her name is Fernando. I like uh, it. Yeah. yeah. Did you name the other chickens too? Uh, we have Cardi Beak, mm-hmm. um, and she is a well. I got because you know the hawk got one of my chickens. Mm. So someone was R. saying R. if you get yeah, R.I.P. So if you I'm saying if you get black chickens, the hawks think that they're crows, and hawks and crows mm. do not get along. Crows will like straight up attack a hawk, which is just such big dick energy. I love it crows is. so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I got two black chickens, and one is Cardi Beak, and it's got a black beak and it's a little white spot on the tip of its beak, and it's so cute. Aww. But they're like the size of carpenter bees. They're so tiny, it's ridiculous. Yeah. They're tiny. We're Maybe a little bigger. Be a like, they're, they're like a chonky carpenter bee. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to take a picture so we can post Goodness. it to the social media. I yeah. absolutely will. I have no problem with taking chicken photos. Videos. <laughs> because I was just last night after I was busting my ass and I just went upstairs and I was like, I'm just going to sit here and watch the chickens. And it was like 40 minutes went by. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> they're just so cute to watch. You just like zone out. It's like watching a fireplace. Yeah, like yeah. they just—it's crazy how within that amount of time they go through like three cycles of eat, drink, sleep, eat, drink, sleep. Like they're just their naps, their sleepy times are like two minutes, and then they like wake up and they're like, "Oh wait, I want to eat some more." Like they're yeah. so Chicken's fucking crying. cute. <laughs> Chicken <laughs> cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what sign would that be? I was just gonna ask what that sign. <laughs> what sign is chickens crying? Aquarius, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> Aquarius. Aquarius, yeah. Yeah. yeah, our brains are on the same or Gem- or Gemini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fucking heroes uh, of the sign of the zodiac. Say, whatever the farmer, whatever the sign that represents a farmer is, chickens uh, crying also. Huh? Which hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I would feel like Taurus. Yeah, Capricorn or Taurus. I would say Capricorn probably. or Taurus. So we got our our sea goat or our bull. Mm, yeah i think are you gonna do it rachel i don't know if i even have it in me i don't even remember what (laughs) that was like that was a once in a lifetime it was a sea goat entity that came into my body and then left (laughs) it was just like i'm here for a fleeting moment enjoy 
and Capricorn I don't know I don't know if I can tap into that ever again we'll see you know if it ever comes if it ever comes back Uh I'll let you guys know okay uh and I'll the spirit of Capricorn season and and just inhabited your body for a minute it did it did and I yeah it felt good thinking about it feels good you know yeah Yeah. thinking about it feels good yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) so what are we talking about today houses houses nice you house, I was trying to think of like a house song. <laughs> a house, dude, house in the middle of the street. Oh, yeah. There's that one too. Welcome to yeah. my house. I think that's, that's, that's it. No more, house, there's no more house songs. I don't know. Do you think I should share that thing that I found that I sent you, Teresa, last night? Yeah. But I just... All right. You know how like the houses are the bane of everyone's fucking existence? Like and trying to figure mm-hmm. it out. Mm-hmm. I found in the book that's the only book you need. For me, it was like a really simplified way to remember the houses. And oh. you have to know the order of the zodiac. Okay. And it'll help you remember what the houses are. Right. But basically, the houses share certain qualities with the zodiac in order. So the first house, the house of self, is Aries. Mm -hmm. The house of possessions is Taurus. The house of communication is Gemini, right? So those are the three Mm -hmm. that we went over. Okay. And then we have our fourth house, the house of home, is Cancer. The house of creativity is Leo. The house of service is Virgo. And like this literally, I just... Even right now talking about it, I got a little goosey bumps on my skull. I'm like, this is so, it makes so much sense. So the house of partnership is Libra. Mm -hmm. Regeneration is Scorpio. The ninth house of mental exploration, Sagittarius, of course. Mm -hmm. Tenth house of career, Capricorn. Eleventh house of hopes, Aquarius. And twelfth house of self-undoing is Pisces. Mm -hmm. Like it all just. Blew your bird. Blew my bird. Yeah. It's a two feathers off and everything. It was like a four plus four moment. Yeah. Whoa. I literally, I sent, I took a photo of this. I sent it to Teresa and I was like, there's nothing in astrology that has ever made more sense to me than this. Than this. Yeah. (laughs) It makes so much sense. That does. Yeah. It just does. And just if you know, okay, what's the fourth zodiac sign? Cancer. Okay. The fourth house is home. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And like, like it's it just carries like those qualities, you know. It's blue, my bird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it uh, yeah. it sometimes it just takes like something that simple for it to just get in there, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you, like there's online, there's a uh, I guess you would call it a meme or a graphic that goes around every once in a while that shows the breakdowns of the houses. And for me, that kind of clicked for me, seeing all the words in the little slice, you know, it's like, Mm -hmm. it's just like different ways of of learning, you know, and sometimes like things being explained to you one way, it doesn't click, but then all of a sudden you see this graphic and it's like, oh shit, now, now I get it. (laughs) I'm super excited. And I hope that this is also helpful to someone else. I'll take another photo of it. We can post this on the socials too. Because I was just like, this is, this is it. Now I understand. Now I understand. Yeah. Wow. wow. I love it. Wow. Very good. Wow. Right? Wow. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited to do the next three houses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're they're a doozy. Well, the fourth house is a little bit of a doozy. The fifth oh, and five sixth. And six. Are, 
I mean, I think we kind of just went over what the first three are, but I guess just, you know, again, it's the house of self. The second one was the house of money and possessions. Third house is the house of communication. Right. So Mm -hmm. we went over those in the last episode. If you haven't listened to that one, go back, listen to the first house's episode and then come back here. So yeah. So the fourth house. Episode two called raise the roof. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know why it's called that, but I like it. I do too. Maybe we should call this one Raise the Roof Again. And then oh. the next one will be Raise the Roof Again Again. <laughs> and we'll just keep adding agains to the next again, two. Again, again, again. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I Until like we're it. done with the houses. Yeah. <laughs> A and continuation then it, of Raising the Roof. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll just do like one episode to tie it all together and we'll just be like repatching the roof. Because oh. we've raised it so many fucking yeah. times. Yeah. Yeah. That now it's not stable. It's really tall. Oh, we're really building tall. our house. Look at that. Our house is a very, very, very fine house. All right. It's going to be a very Stop tall house that. by the end of it. Yeah, exactly. We're doing renovations like mm. a motherfucker. Mm. But you know what? So much renovations. <laughs> now, though, now we're going into the basement, though, with the fourth mm. house. Yeah. So even though we are renovating and we are expanding our home and we're growing it upward, there are also some places that are the basement. Mm. And I believe that the fourth house is the basement. Renovate the really- basement a little bit. Mm-hmm. I really love how much it. you've been liking the basement and balconies and really love diving it. into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really, I'm glad you're love loving it. That's good. It. Yeah, and then Sagittarius or the Midheaven, I guess, will be the balcony on top mm-hmm. of the house when we get there because it's the highest point in the sky mm-hmm. where the the fourth house is the lowest point in the sky. Like mm-hmm. you'll notice on a lot of, on a lot oh. of charts, the fourth house says IC. So mm-hmm. there's the MCIC axis. Yeah. IC is the lowest part in the sky when you were born, where the MC is the highest point in the sky. So truly, the basements and balconies. Mm. So the fourth house is the basement floor. Yeah, yeah, we're down there. We up in this bitch. Our roots. Yeah. Well, I, um, should I read, read the thing? Let's you want me to read the thing? Yeah. Read the thing. I'm gonna read the thing. The fourth house. Fourth house governs your home life in the past, the present, and the future. It indicates the kind of home you had in childhood and your relationships with parents. What you have brought into this life from your ancestors is in its domain. In the present, the fourth house relates to the kind of home you make for yourself. Your current domestic affairs are under its influences, as are real estate holdings and ownership of land. This house also holds over the closing years of your life, the kind of security you seek for old age. The fourth house is one of the more mystical houses in your chart. It represents what you keep protected and secluded from the rest of the world, the place that you call home in both a physical and an emotional sense. And that last sentence got me. I was like, that when you said it was like it's a basement, I'm like, oh yeah. That yeah. Le- I was thinking of what you emotionally call home. Yeah. And that I feel sense. like this is where a, a lot of inner child healing takes place too. Yeah. yeah. Like if you think about the if you want to use the basement analogy, it's like a uh it, it's the the foundation of the house too. Like it whatever. It's a shadow. It, yeah. Absolutely. I've read it before that uh some people have said that it's kind of where your soul resides. Mm-hmm. I've heard that. Um and that could also be said of the first house also, you know, because it's kind of where you meet the world. But I feel like the fourth house, to me, that makes more sense because it's it's the past, the present, the future. And with it being the past, it also includes our ancestors. And to me, it kind of, I look at it as past lives as well. So like where we're coming from to get to where we are. 
So I have a question. Mm-hmm. So in this, it's just more of an opinion, I think. I have I've been comparing books, and uh, this is Llewellyn's complete book of astrology. And in the fourth house, it says where to go. Some astrologers believe that the fourth house represents the father and the tenth house represents the mother, while others believe that the opposite is true. What do mm. you think? How do you feel about that? Opposite. You well, feel okay. like mother? This, this, is the re- this is the thing, okay? Especially in a time where we live right now where gender roles are slipping away and things are more fluid, I feel like astrology kind of needs to catch up with that. It's more about the dominant parent being the fourth house where the 10th house is kind of like the parent that was more like the dominant parent that was there for your emotions where the 10th house is the dominant parent that was there with like more of the strict lessons and if you think of like cancer versus capricorn you know because the fourth house represents cancer the 10th house represents capricorn it's kind of like mom and dad but like if we're taking away the the gender terms of right. it, I feel like it's the parent that tended most to your emotions versus the parent that either being like the person that made money or the one that was like more strict or the one that did more things for the family in that sense versus like tending to your emotions. That makes more sense to me, at least, because it also says like, you know, cancer and the moon, the fourth house is ruled by cancer and the moon and the moon mm-hmm. is like your emotional, you know, and then. And, you know, a lot of the times that is with the mom, you know, but I would say in my life, in my experience, like my most like my father was the person that I was most emotionally tied to. You know, like now mm-hmm. that my father is gone, like I'm definitely establishing that relationship more with my mom. Um, but also like I had a history with my mom growing up with her being an alcoholic. So it's also like healing those wounds as well. Right. And, uh, my moon is actually in my fourth house in Aries. And every time I get a chart reading, people are always like, so how's your relationship with your mom? And I'm like, oh, (laughs) it's good now, but it wasn't always Mm -hmm. that way. So I do. I like the, you know, making it gender fluid because, for me, when I look at this, and I know I, there's other people that I know in my life that I could see this being the thing for them too, where right. it's the same parent for both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there was different aspects of the, of that parent. Mm-hmm. So I like that because it's, you know, where were the emotional needs met and then where were the lessons given from that parent also. Right. And the material like you could, needs also. Like where were the Yeah, and the material needs. needs. But yeah, so for yeah. people that, you know, depending on what their parental situation is. It really can just, it's whoever gave you those needs, whether it be mom, dad, grandma, auntie, adopted family, whatever, your Mm -hmm. older sister, your older brother, your teacher. Oh, that that kind of scared me a little bit. Sometimes dogs just need to squeak a toy. Mm -hmm. I am jumpy today. It's Pisces season. I'm like, literally right now, I'm like vibrating. I don't know why. Sometimes this happens to me when I do psychic work. It's very weird. It feels like my insides are frozen. I'm not cold on the outside. My hands start to get a little cold. But it's like the coldness comes from the inside out. Mm -hmm. And like when I give psychic readings, sometimes I'm like shaking and like you can hear my jaw like. (laughs) Like it's it's very weird. And I'm just (laughs) having that happen to me right now. I have a friend whenever I give her Reiki, she'll be core cold for like three days. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like there's just some people that that's like a thing. Mm-hmm. 
for me, like my, like there's, it's all different. It's a different thing. But I always, I always like hate the idea of that. Like, even if you take a hot shower, you can't shake it. Right. Yeah. I hate it. I'm cold. Instead of cord. You know, because jokes are always funnier when you have to explain them. Yeah, they are though. <laughs> I got it. I was yeah. I was like my I was airing up for my laugh out and then you explained it. You just if you just waited like a half a second more to give us a chance to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I am impatient. Uh, I'm like, oh, all right. fuck, it didn't land in yeah. a half a second, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> so how would you say that like what are like prominent big things like maybe planets that affect the fourth house in different ways or like what are things that like if you see this and somebody with a fourth house you're like oh uh. I feel like like the outer planets a little bit you know like Saturn Pluto like those are like hard lessons you know mm-hmm. If it's in Sagittarius, you might find that, like, there was a lot of traveling or, like, moving of houses when you were younger. If, like, it's in Cancer, like, you can also find, like, the really nurturing family. But at the same time, it could also be, uh, you know, Cancer also has a tendency to be a little cold at times, too. So, like, depending on the other planets that are in there, it could either make or break a Cancer fourth house, I feel. You know, I feel like every sign and every planet has its place, you know, but mm-hmm. I really feel like maybe even Mars could be a little rough sometimes there just because Mars can be aggression, you know. So I feel like depending on like the sign that it's in really adds to like the energy of it. But I would say that those would probably be a little bit harder of placements where like if you have Jupiter there, that could show luck and expansion in your family. Mm-hmm. And it's also like, not even (laughs) that's Rachel guys um (laughs) but also like it doesn't even have to be like your family when you were young though it could be the luck and expansion of you building into your own family you know it's like you did have everything you needed when you were younger but now it's time for you to create your own family and like your own life and like make it as expansive as you can by yourself you know what I mean or not by yourself but the way that you want it to not under the rules of anybody else like it's your job now um but like in order to be able to do that it's it's tending to those inner child things that you didn't get when you were younger in order to step into how to create that life for yourself it's I have um a page where it's each of the planets and what they are like in that fourth house. And the okay. two specifically, you said Saturn and Mars, both of them mention your father. Mm-hmm. Or, the, or the, the father figure, whatever. The Saturn one, you're concerned about and devoted to your family. In childhood, you may have assumed responsibility at an early age. Saturn in the fourth house sometimes indicates an early loss of a father. You will look after those who cared for you as a child when they are old. You plan carefully for security in your old age and are likely to spend your last years alone and independent. The good point is gain through real estate. The bad point is difficulty expressing feelings to family members. And of course, this is one aspect with the, right. all the other things so people don't freak out if you have a Saturn in your fourth house. Yeah. But then the Mars one says, you have a great desire to own your own home so that you can live independently. In your childhood, you may have been in conflict with parents, especially your father. Your later years 
promise to be active and you are unlikely to be dependent on others for a good place in life for a good place to live. A uh, good point is enterprising about making money at home. And the bad point is quarrelsome in domestic relationships. But I just, I was like, which ones do you think are the hardest ones? And both of them are kind of, as I'm like skimming through these are definitely sound like the most difficult ones Yeah. on here. For sure. Yeah. You know, this- and I feel like having the moon there is good. Like, you know, but like with me in my, in my example, like my moon is in Aries. So that can show like a, a fiery relationship with like your mother or your family, which is why a lot of times astrologers ask me what my relationship with my mom is. Um, mm-hmm. And like we never were, we never really like fought like that when I was young, but I also didn't really have her in my life all the time. Like my dad raised us. So like who knows what it would have been like if she was around all the time. Like she, she moved out of our house when I was like six, you yeah. know, so even though I still like saw her on the weekends and stuff, it wasn't like I was consistently there with her throughout that whole, my whole life, you know? Yeah. She got sober when I was 15. So like, it was also like, you know, it was a weird time in my life where like I was kind of in the middle of like developing. So I'm very lucky to have had my mother as I get older and, you know, move into that like stage of my life. But it was definitely challenging when I was a kid. For sure. Yeah. I do like the, the moon one in here. It says you're protective towards your family, which I definitely feel like you are during oh, that. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. During your lifetime, you can expect to change residences often okay. and you like to live near water <laughs> <laughs> during the later part of your life. You may achieve public recognition. Good point is financial acumen in real estate or family possessions. And the bad is you resist facing up to reality. Uh, yeah, indeed. <laughs> I will agree with that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, what's interesting, though, is that I find funny is, uh, hold on, my brain just farted. Um, That stinks. Gross. (laughs) Excuse you. Oh, my God. Nasty ass fart brain. (laughs) Mm. I remember. Water. I grew up on an island. You did grow up on an island. It was a long one. I grew up on an island. It was a long one. Also. Where I live now is like right near the Hudson River. Like I'm like yeah. very, very, very close to the Hudson River, even though I'm in like the mountains. I just find that interesting. And then when you move down here, you can be close to the lakes and then the ocean. There you go. And then there's the Delaware River. I don't live on an island, but I live on a peninsula. There you go. <laughs> and then the um, Delaware, Delaware River brings up a memory for me just real quick. I used to go on vacation to this place in the Poconos called Daniels, and it was the best place in the world. It was kind of just like an adult summer camp where we would just like get drunk every day for seven days, sing karaoke at four o'clock, nice. go dancing at night. It was like just like very fun. Um, and whenever I would go over the Delaware water gap, I would get so excited. So I call it Delaware water gap excited. So when I'm like extra, extra, extra excited, like the yeah. most excited I could ever be in my life, that is Delaware water gap excited. So okay. <laughs> I just needed you guys to know. That. I'm excited to know about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I'm going to pull that out one day. And like, are you it's going to wear water gap excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's going to slap. I think this house is really probably the one where you can unpack the most yeah because you know the first five years of your life is really where you start to pick up the patterns of the people around you and start learning all that stuff and I think looking at what planet and sign is in there 
really can help you be super reflective on that. For sure. Yeah. I mean, and like yeah. I said earlier, it's like that inner child healing as well. So like, this is where a lot of the shadow work is done. Like when I think of shadow work, I think of like going into the depths of the fourth house, you know? Right. Yeah. And I know it could be representative of a lot of other things, but as somebody who comes from childhood trauma, uh, <laughs> it's definitely a, a point of interest for, for me, you know? Yeah. I think it's also interesting that it's like the beginning and the end of your life. Cause they said a couple, like in the, there was a, like you mentioned it and then like it seemed it's, you know, the, it also reflects the waning or elderly years of your life is what my book says. Yeah. And I think that's really interesting how it's both. Yeah. It's like the full circle it starts here. It ends yeah. here. Venus in this place sounds really lovely. It says your home is is usually your show place and you like to surround yourself with beautiful things. You tend to have happy memories of childhood and are probably attached to your mama. Circumstances at the end of your life promise to be peaceful. Nice. Right? Nice. So can I bribe Venus to move into that house? Actually, right? I like Venus in my eighth house. It's okay. I could stay okay. there. <laughs> All right. So if the sun is in your fourth house, you take pride in your home and family. From the time you were young, you had deep needs to establish roots. One or both of your parents was a dominant influence in your life. In some cases, you had to struggle for independence. We did the moon. Mercury, your home is often a place of study or work, and the work you do may lead to changes in your residence. In later years, you can expect to be mentally active and have many contacts throughout the world, which that's kind of cool. I dig that. Yeah. Mars, we talked about. That's the one. You had some conflicts with Dad. Mm-hmm. Dad. Uh, Jupiter. Dad. Sorry. Uh, Jupiter, you tend to be happy and comfortable at home and take pride in your family. In childhood, you probably felt secure and loved by your parents, and you inherit from them in either a spiritual or material way. The latter part of your life should find you in comfortable circumstances. Saturn, we already talked about that one. Uranus. Yours. Yours. You're not a domesticated creature and need a certain amount of independence. You have had a difficult childhood from your friends or your parents may have had unusual careers. What? Why are these sentences weird? What is happening? I literally have my Yod pointer out. <laughs> like I'm reading the Torah. Like it's just, I don't. You are not <laughs> a domesticated creature and need a certain amount of independence. You have had a different childhood from your friends and your parents may have had unusual careers your life may take a sudden turn in your later years will be spent in an environment you cannot yet envision that's oh, kind god. of cool yeah that's like that's <laughs> did you just say oh god yeah that doesn't <laughs> in an environment you can't envision it means okay. it's so fantastic okay. you can't even grasp the idea of how great it's gonna be looking on the bright <laughs> side got it that's right. That's right. For Neptune, you probably have an idealized picture of what home life should be like and are vaguely dissatisfied with what it really is. There may be family skeletons hidden somewhere. Your later years will likely be spent in a faraway place. Damn. Shonda. For murderers. Shonda. What does that mean? Yiddish word. It's a Yiddish word for shame. Family shame. Oh. Family skeletons hidden in the closet. Mm. Um, That's what I was thinking Pluto. about, like, actual skeletons, though. Mm. In the walls. That's yeah. aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm and saying. violent. That's really nice. violent. 
calling Pluto people out. in the fourth house, right? Yeah. Uh, Pluto is you can care intensely about family members and want to dominate in your own home. Your parents were probably a profound influence on you, but you may never resolve your mixed feelings about your early child home life. Your letter years may be spent secluded and isolated, perhaps working on an important project. Hmm. Yeah. Pluto is uh, very transformational. So I feel like a lot of that stuff comes with it, you know? Yeah. Happy fourth house, everyone. Get fucked. (laughs) then we move on to the fun parts of our childhood and our creativity with the fifth house so which is good let's let's move moving up here yeah let's let's get out of that bullshit (laughs) so the fifth house is the leo house Mm -hmm. which is the house of creativity and sexy time and drama and theater. The <laughs> exactly. Every time I do a reading with somebody, I'm like, that's how I describe it. And I always go, and theater. <laughs> with the arms. Yes. You know? Both of them. I love it. So says the Leo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Both hands. Mm. Yes. 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 Am I reading again? Hit it. Do you want me to read? I have I have the book. You have the book? I have page another... 295. Oh, want to hear some book ASMR, guys? Yeah, I do. Uh, I don't know. You got to do the other one. That's nice. Nice. I like Does that. It sound like wind. It sounded like creativity uh-huh. and theater. <laughs> theater. 295, you said? 295. All right, page 295, guys. If you got your books at home, open up the page 295. <laughs> go to the fifth house. This is Turn where we're going. Page 295. <laughs> Do you remember, like, it? Best Snape voice. You're welcome. I yeah, it was it. good. It was great. Did you do you guys remember how like in school, like in the textbooks, they would write like turn to page three hundred and then it's like yeah. turn to page twenty-five. Yeah. Just look in the top so right stupid. corner and it's like fuck you, asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why can't you just make it in order and make it make sense? Yeah. <laughs> just make it make sense. I, I love that. This is not choose your own adventure, okay? <laughs> textbooks coming at us like goosebumps. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> sorry you're talking about the people that like wrote it right like you'd be in, at a random yeah and people would be writing it at the top like turn to page yeah you're not five. this isn't so yeah funny. this isn't make your own adventure i enjoyed <laughs> it. this was school yeah. <laughs> i did enjoy it that's the sad rising in us they're like <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're supposed to be paying attention <laughs> all right so the fifth house This is the house of creativity and sex. The fifth house rules over everything you do for pleasure and to express yourself creatively. Your sexual nature, in parentheses, the most basic creative urge in your psyche, is a large part of its domain. Children and the joy you receive from them are governed by this house. The fifth house also relates to entertainment, holidays, amusements, and the arts. It rules love affairs, new undertakings in life, speculation, and gambles. Oh, speculation and gambles, and games of chance. It is the house that expresses your artistic talents as well as your ability to enjoy yourself in life. 
In childhood, pets and playmates are a part of this house, for it holds sway over all the things to which you instinctively give affection. This is the house of your heart. Oh. The thing. <laughs> the end. <laughs> that was great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I never closed the parentheses, so I just wanted oh. to, like, I said, you the know. The rest of it is just parentheses. The rest of the book is in parentheses. Forever. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm here for it. It's infinite. Um, so you said theater. Theater. Tell me more about it. Tell me more about the fifth house, Teresa. I just, I love it for like that creative aspect. Like I feel like like the fifth house is probably one of the most, even though it is still like one of like the, the lower sixth houses are kind of like your private life where like the top six houses are like your public life. So mm-hmm. even though the fifth house still is in that private area, I feel like it's kind of like the most expressive part of that private area, you know? Yeah. And I feel like it's really where we can connect to our creativity, what makes us the people that we are, how we express ourselves, and how we like just move through life like creatively. And the reason why I relate it to the theater so much is because I just feel like it's kind of where we like decide to play our role. Am I going to be the main character? Am I going to be the protagonist? Am I going to be the evil villain? Where Mm. am I going to fit on the spectrum? And that's, this is my theater voice, obviously. Mm. Um, Oh, and uh, amazing. (laughs) So I feel like the fifth house is kind of like, also, as it said in the book, like a place of pleasure. Like, where do I find pleasure in life? And how can I achieve that pleasure, whether it be sexual or just like, creative pleasure and joy in that sense so the fifth house uh i also like it as it said in the book it kind of rules like our childhood friends and like the fun parts of our life too so i kind of like that because i feel like it's um like how we learned to kind of have fun and how we continue to have fun in our lives moving forward. But I feel like somebody that has like a fifth house, like represented by Capricorn, like that might be a little rough. You feel bad having fun, you know, like you have to kind of like schedule your fun in instead of like letting fun just like happen. Like somebody that has like, like mine is ruled by Aries, like fun rules my life. If I could just be having fun all the time, that would be great. I still do have like the business part of me that wants to like get stuff done and all of that stuff. But I feel like I place a lot of focus on being creative and spontaneous and and fun like that. Yeah, fucking wilding out. Um, So yeah, so I guess in my brain, when you said Capricorn in the fifth house, they need to go to the inner child workshop at Anahata's. Yeah. That, that's... Uh, they need like uh, the one with uh, Jacob. With the Jacob. Inner child runs wild. Yes. Mm, I love that. Uh, the yeah. inner child movement. But yeah. he always yes. says, let your inner child run wild. And I'm like, woo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy how many people have like profound experiences in that class. And it's like just a fun class. Yeah. It's like jump around and be ridiculous right now. And That's, people are like doing it and crying. They're like, why is it dialed? Like, I think they don't know what to do. I think it's the fact that they like get that permission. Like they have the permission yeah. to be ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love opening up Anahatas with that class. I did it the past two years. 
And it's just been, it's kind of like a really great way. Like I know that everybody has their own journey. So like, I love that there's also like the option to open it with meditation or to open it Mm -hmm. like, you know, in any other way. But like, for me, I feel like it really helps me like step out of my comfort zone Mm -hmm. and like, just allow myself to just be who I am, you know, without putting any restrictions on it. And it's kind of like, I'm, I'm showing the world me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So in reviewing your fourth house to your fifth house, you can probably possibly see what might be healthy ways for you to express yourself more based on what limitations you had in your, in your basement in the fourth house. Mm-hmm. Like, do you, how do you see them going from like one? Cause you were just saying like the next one we get to play and be a kid. And I feel like the last house was very, this is how you're fucked up. Yeah. Now you're hanging out in the backyard on the swing set. You're going in the pool. You're running around. You're digging holes and making mud pies. You're yeah. You're making mm-hmm. art, like you know, like I feel like it's yeah. How you maybe yeah. How you like use maybe you heal it a little bit too. Yeah. How you heal what happened in your fourth house by being having fun in your fifth. Um, should I go through? Please if you have one and be a guest, be a guest. <laughs> the theatrical fifth house. Um, <laughs> I was okay. Lumiere. You guys couldn't see me, but I was I was Lumiereing it over here. <laughs> so if you have the sun in the fifth house, you are energetic and creative, fond of pleasure and good living. Mm. I thought I was going to say that. good. Living I thought I was going to say good looking. Uh, and you're probably looking. good you're probably good looking too you're good looking you're good living uh, you're interested in art theater sports and like to be with people you may have many love affairs oh. um, and you spend money with a free I hand see. you just make it rain on them house yeah I'll make it rain I'll make it rain I'll make it rain I'll make it rain on the house mm-hmm. we're very musical uh, this episode very yeah. Pisces very we're just Pisces. <laughs> and I feel like we just like as we're talking about the houses, we're like switching into the houses. Yeah, <laughs> like we were talking, like we were talking about the fourth one, and we're like uh, trauma. And now we're like, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, if you got your moon in your fourth house, you are impulsive about love and tend to follow your heart rather than your head. Mm. You seek out pleasure in life. One of your love affairs is likely to become public knowledge. Oh, oh. oh scandalous. Shit. Uh, <laughs> you may have a child who becomes famous. Nice. Oh. That's we- That's a very odd. Well, the fifth house can um, also show children in your chart. Yeah, like, mm. uh, like your children. This okay. one, this the the Llewellyn book. That was the big part. Was the children, and it said. Uh, it can also be ch- like children of the mind, like creative projects and stuff. Mm. So I thought that was cool. Interesting. I like that. Yeah. Because yeah. I think about that because like for me, like I don't know if I am going to be somebody who bears children in my right. life, but like I feel like I have a lot of students, but also like creative projects. So right. like that, I-, I like that they put that in because there are people that, you know, have wounds that cannot bear children. So right. Yeah, it's good that they're including that in there. Yeah, you know? yeah, I liked that too. Yeah, Mercury in the fifth house, 
You like change and new people and probably have a number of love affairs. A lover must keep you intellectually interested or you become bored. That just sounds like a Gemini. Um, You have a dramatic way of... It does. It does. Yeah. You have a dramatic way of expressing yourself and may possess artistic talent. 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 Venus. If you have a Venus... If there is one Venus, Venus. <laughs> <laughs> it's so simple and it just got me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you have a, one Venus one. in your fifth house, just one, one small. No, not two Venuses in your fifth house. You I mean, <laughs> yeah, I want to see your chart too. You're lying. <laughs> or you're from a, a parallel universe. Yeah. <laughs> if you have a Venus in your fifth you like social life and being in the spotlight. You attract romantic and unusually have ma- and usually have many levas. You take pleasure in creative work and are affectionate with children. No, I need to stop you for a second because I just you can. had a moment of tell me of brain fuzzy explosions mm. because I started thinking about extraterrestrials and their birth charts. Yeah, no, that's exactly it. Like, what if other planets, like there's a parallel universe of us, yeah. and they just have like three venuses and it's like what are your venuses in your house Mm. oh my god and how they like interact with each other is like the major they're just loving maybe like all of their rotating planets are venuses their version of venuses and it's like how many do you have in each chart maybe they're like they fight maybe there's like a social construct and like status of like if you have seven venuses in your first house (laughs) you're a bougie bitch bitch and you're superior and you look down on the people with only one venus in their first house and that's sad and i feel bad for them yeah i feel bad for the people with one venus (laughs) in their first house (laughs) also if you're an alien i want to see a bro chart please thank you yeah Yeah. for real i'm very two two gemini one leo at gmail.com yeah that just blew my bird like <laughs> astrology of other solar systems <laughs> i can't this is or, or did we go back in time to aquarius season because that's what i feel like <laughs> <laughs> we're still in pisces so it, it it tracks a little bit that's true we're just we're dancing in the fifth house of creativity mm-hmm. there you go so my imagination is running wild there you go Woo-hoo! yes <laughs> Sorry to interrupt, but that just needed to be said. No, oh, I'm glad. I'm glad. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, if you have a Mars in your in your house of five, <laughs> the first three words, and then it like starts in the next sentence, and it just says, "You are rash. You rash." <laughs> Wow! Wow! Uh, yeah, but like I just was like, oh, this person's just walking around. It's a big rash. Just <laughs> fuck it, everyone up. Everyone's itchy. Like, yo, if you got a Mars in your fifth house, stay the fuck away from me. You itchy. You, you, you itchy. And I'm a doctor. I'm Get just kidding. I'm sure it. you. Yeah, I'm sure you're very great. I just. Yeah. Okay. If you have Mars in your email from somebody and they're gonna be like, wow, Rachel. Yeah, that was really weird. (laughs) And that's gonna be like our our second complaint email ever Mm -hmm. is that Rachel said you were rash. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I am the one that gets the complaints. So (laughs) yeah. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, no. Uh, 
Stand so, your ground. Speak your truth. Yes. Your power. <laughs> yes. Tell people they're a rash. <laughs> you're a rash. Um, you're a rash and impulsive in love affairs and sometimes too impatient in lovemaking. You're just trying to get, <laughs> Sorry, get off. You are competitive in love sports socially and need to be a winner. You have a personal magnetism that draws people to you. I don't like this. I, I'm sorry for anyone who has a Mars in the fourth house, but you sound like a dick. <laughs> you, sound, you sound like a dick. And I'm, I hope that your other placements help balance this out. I'm sure they do. And I'm sure you're not a dick. But mm. this one particular placement. Well, Mars and Saturn are known in like Vedic astrology as malefic planets. So it's like where there can be like issues, frustrations, Mm. things like that. So I feel like Mars and Saturn always get the short end of the stick. Like people are always just talking shit on them. (laughs) In books. I was going to say the only only book just uh, threw a whole bunch of shade. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. that's true that's so true I'm dead. but only this one placement i'm sure you guys are fine i'm sure you guys are nice but just so you know for you mars in the fifth house people don't suck. you're a rash yeah <laughs> and it's weird because you draw people towards you and then you you rash on them mm. Gross. and then and then you're impatient and you're just like ha i gave you a rash and then you run away <laughs> oh man I'm just kidding. I'm sorry to everyone that has a Mars in the fifth house. You're doing great. Anyway, so Jupiter in the fifth house. (laughs) Jupiter in the fifth house. You enjoy most forms of recreation. Sporting events, parties, and theater are special favorites. If there are no opposing influences in your chart, you will be lucky in speculation. Hmm. The fuck does that mean? You're sometimes indiscreet about love affairs. Are you indiscreet, Rachel? Maybe, and sometimes, in some ways. I feel like you're good at keeping secrets, though. I am, unless I'm really excited about them, and it's my secret. <laughs> if it's yeah. my secret, and I just, like, can't, I can't, keep, like, if I get somebody a gift or something, like, I just, I, I, yeah. That's really a moon, because I'm like that, too, and I know Tatha yeah. is like that, too. Yeah. I can't even contain it. I have to tell somebody. That's just. Yeah. Yeah. When I am. When I am Dev- Delaware River Gap excited, I cannot keep that shit silent. And you're always like, oh, I have to keep this a secret. And you're like, but I'll tell you if you want me to. I'll tell you. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I just need to. Just don't say anything. Yes. I absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> to a T. Uh, uh, I'm going to. Can I, can I read from this one for the Mars in the fifth house? Because it's a little bit yeah. nicer. <laughs> Yeah. It'll probably be nicer because I'm not reading it also. <laughs> no. No, so no. It, I, that, listen, the way that this is worded was a lot nicer than the way that that one was worded. I don't care. You could have been like fucking Mary Poppins reading that shit. It sounded fucking bad. Okay. True. Flowers out of your butthole. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Mars in the fifth house. Uh, some people want a life of leisure. What you want is a life of leisure time hours to fill with hobbies socializing sports and creative projects your romantic life gets equal billing and you love the thrill of the chase and keeping the spark of of passion alive throughout many years of togetherness competitive in sports you may be an outstanding athlete who's also involved in youth sports as a coach or organizer 
Electronic gaming is popular with many people with Mars in the fifth house, as are games of strategy, such as chess and bridge. Although you can do well with investments, impulsive risks can result in loss. Some people with this placement are single parents. If you have children, your tendency may be to push them too hard. So ease up and let them find their own pace and interests. Yeah, don't be a rash. Yeah, don't rash. <laughs> don't, don't, yeah, don't be that. So it's like the shadow side and like the light yeah. side. Is yeah. Like yeah. Llewellyn's like, here's some fluff. Here's, here's nice. Yeah. This is, this is uh, obviously the only book, the author of the only book was hurt. Joanna no Joanna was like you know what fuck that placement yeah that specific one that just that one and there's yeah. luckily you have a ton more that will help listen all of my placements placements aren't great you know yeah. we, all, we all have we all have those placements yeah so. we do okay. we do I, I really think the person with Mars in the fifth house is not that hurt they're, they're, they're gonna write to us and be like guys it's really okay it's like, fine <laughs> I promise <laughs> I kind of need that now. Yeah. Let me know <laughs> that you're okay with me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Validate me. <laughs> Saturn. Daddy Saturn in yeah. the fifth. Because you are disciplined and take life seriously, you often don't allow yourself to relax and have fun. You have strong feelings about those you love, but you also need their respect. You may be stern with children. Your periods of unhappiness have taught you lessons in life. Yeah, I feel like that's also like having Capricorn ruling your fifth house. Like those two things are like very similar. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. These are the people that need to take the inner child workshop. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And just have some fun. Let yeah. loose. Mm -hmm. Let your balls mm -hmm. hang out. Mm -hmm. Shake them all wow. around. <laughs> what the fuck? That escalated quickly. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's a sexy time house, you know? Oh, yeah. okay. All well, right. if you don't have balls, you could do it with your boobs. You know, yeah. just shake them all around uranus yours mm -hmm. there's only one you are prone to sudden infatuations and also end that also end abruptly oh. oh that's weird you may be engaged to marry and then break the engagement you like novelty and experimentation and sex that's it <laughs> so aquarius it ended abruptly yeah. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> yes, it did. Yeah. They're like, okay. And that's it. I just want to get this one over. Let's just pound it out real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Literally just like fifth house. <laughs> Done. That's it. Done. All right. Neptune. You love pleasure and luxury. Sometimes too much. That's what it says. Take it easy. All right. Take it easy, Neptune. You are very drawn to the theater or cinema. You bring a fantasy quality to lovemaking. You role play. Or maybe you're a furry. I don't maybe. yuck no one's yum. You but may be involved in... No. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you're a furry. <laughs> it's like, all right, Joanna. You got a little more on now. Listen, I'm just... That's, I'm like, all right. That's, that's what that says to me. You yeah. bring fantasy quality to lovemaking. Yeah, that makes mm. sense. Or like yeah. LARPing. Mm. Yeah, sure. You may be involved in one or more electric love affairs, which may cause sorrow. Oh, no, that's sad. Yeah, and Pluto is you are, you are passionate and will follow your desires where they lead you. 
You exaggerate the importance of your love affairs until you become intensely involved. You have a strong artistic bent. So the fifth house, this is where we go to have fun. This is where we go to fuck. This is where we go to just chill and be creative and expressive and really step into that main character energy. Mm. Also, if you have a Mars in the fifth house, this is where you're rashy. That's it. That's not, that's not true. Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> I thought you said a different planet. You said Mars. Okay. It did. Oh, so upset. No. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know why. For some reason, I just I heard something different, and I don't know what it even was. I just unless I unless unless you're I think I just glitched. Unless you're referencing Llewellyn's, there you go. Unless you're referencing Llewellyn's version of yeah. Mars in the fifth, then. You're not as rashy. <laughs> Still go see You're not doctor. rashy. Yeah. There's, there's, just we are not healthcare professionals. Go see a doctor. Get some cream That's for facts. that. There's a cream for that. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Okay. Does this look like a witch's nose? No. <laughs> no. It looks like crystal <laughs> on your nose. That's what it looks like. It's green. <laughs> And it's long, and it's like, <laughs> I just need a wart. <laughs> it's a fucking green crystal on your nose. <laughs> Anywho, so I'm sorry, I'm house. being a rash right now. I'm sorry. You're doing great. Being such a Mars You're in the fifth house right now. God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway. should we move on to the sixth house? Let's do it, Virgo house. You want me to read it? Yeah. I'm eating the cowtail. Enjoy that. Nice. I love cowtails. They're pretty good. They are good. They I have Oreo candy, not an actual cowtail. Oh, Oreo cowtails now. Oh, shit. What? Yeah, I went to tractor supply and I got a cowtail, and then next to the regular cowtails was the Oreo. I'm like, I'm going to get both of these because I deserve it. Yeah. So is it like the Oreo it. cream inside of the cowtail? No, like the outside part has like Oreo cookie uh-huh. in it. Mm, and that has the cream. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. I have to check that Congratulations. Out. Thank you. Okay. So the sixth house. This is the house of service and of health. Often called the house of service to others. It indicates your need to help others and to be useful in the world. In the old days, it governed a person's attitude towards servants and those of inferior standing. That's intense. Wow. In the modern day, this house rules your relationship with the people you work with, with those who are subordinates, and your employers. The sixth house also relates to your state of health and especially applies to illness brought on by worry or emotional upsets. This house often signifies whether you have a robust or delicate constitution and which kinds of diseases you may be subject to. This is intense. When I think of the sixth house, (laughs) I think of like, yes, our health and the way that we are of service to others, but also like your daily habits, the way that you kind of like move through life, like things like that. Yeah. So I feel like it's kind of like yes to a lot of this, but also like terrifying. Like talking about disease and yeah. illness. And- 
I have a fear of this house. <laughs> yeah. Well, because you have everything in this house pretty much, right? Yeah. And you basically were like, Rachel, you're going to die because of this house. In I our did reading. not. I, said <laughs> I know you didn't. You're a hypochondriac who overreacts about their health. Okay. That is not what you said either. You're just taking advantage of my moment. Okay. And spinning it. You were like, bitch, be careful because you're going to get sick. Because your Gemini stellium and your Chiron is all up in this house. I didn't say. So I'm just scared to make me feel better about this house. This one's You're nicer. Great. Yeah, let's let's hear Tabitha's rendition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's do that. This, okay, the sixth house governs your specific job. Your career is symbolized by the tenth house. Work habits and attitudes, working environment, and coworker relationships. This is also the house of service and thus rules volunteer activities. The sixth house rules health, specifically diet, eating habits, hygiene, medical tests, and personal personnel, chronic health conditions, and minor illnesses. Pets are also ruled by this house. Yeah. That didn't sound as doom and gloom. It didn't. No, There's but I still have all of the doom and gloom that <laughs> Teresa put into my head. <laughs> I'm gonna going to pull up your die. chart reading right now, and we're going to see exactly what it said. I still Fucking have it. bet. I know it wasn't something that you, it was like you added and you're like, I, this is normally not like, you got to be careful with your health, Rachel. Like you, you, that's what you did. And I was like, God, be careful. I added all the fear. Take your vitamins. Oh my God. So I, I went to open your reading and I accidentally opened up the, the, the what? The slideshow that we made for Adelados. <laughs> Guess what picture was on the screen? I have no yeah, the idea. one of me. Yeah. <laughs> Which exhibit one? fuck. <laughs> exhibit fuck. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's funny. Oh man. Hold on. I'm almost there. I just clicked the wrong thing. It was an accident. <laughs> it wasn't. It was meant to happen. It was nice. Oh. I liked it. Good. Here we are. I found it. Nice. This is when I used to take 17 hours to type out all of my astrology readings. Okay. Usually, this is exactly what I typed verbatim. Gemini Chiron in the sixth house. I usually don't go over Chiron in a natal chart reading because it's all about our biggest wound. So I save that for the shadow readings when we're getting into the nitty gritty of a chart. Since this placement is in your sixth house stellium, I wanted to mention to keep an eye out on your health. This placement can point to somebody that has chronic illness, so make sure you get checked with yearly physician appointments and get anything checked out that seems out of the ordinary. I feel like that wasn't that mean. So basically, Rachel okay, but that's that's what you wrote, but that's not the words. <laughs> like you don't read it to me. You didn't read it to me. You were like, "Bitch, you're gonna die. You're gonna die." I, I bet. I, <laughs> that's I, what you heard. That's I what bet. You heard. That's exactly what, what Teresa said. Just like that. I absolutely believe it. Way to just yeah. Rachel. I mean, and she's, she's not wrong. I am going to die, but like, it's okay. Yeah. You have a Scorpio midheaven. You're gonna live forever. It's fine. What is that a thing? Well, it's it shows like a longer life and like fame, like later in life. Oh. So like, you have to be alive to have the fame. Mm. So, I feel like you're gonna live forever. Forever, forever, ever. I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> all right fine you probably didn't tell me that i needed to die but you you put the you put the you fear die. <laughs> rachel you, you need to die <laughs> it was like... <laughs> yeah. 
All right. Damn. Damn. I don't get doctor checkups. Well, maybe I, sh- should. I should. You know what? If don't. something feels out of the ordinary, then I remember you saying something about like chest pain. Mm. And then, yeah, and I always just have weird chest pain. Mm. Thanks. <laughs> That's your anxiety it all the time. And now, now. it's going to be amplified. It's, abso- it's absolutely one hundred percent my anxiety. I mean, it's literally what it says in that in the house is uh, the sixth house also represents your state of health and especially applies to the illness brought on by your worry and emotional upsets. Mm-hmm. That's so, that's really tummy, that's tight. Chest. Did you just say poopy tummy? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> like having bad tummy, like when you're upset. That you know? my <laughs> tummy is not in my chest. If that is the case, oh. I have a much bigger problem. <laughs> I said poopy tummy, tight chest. Rachel, you should really go see a doctor. <laughs> oh my god! I had there's someone I worked with. Whenever she would get like uh, an upset stomach, she would say that she has bubble guts. Mm. Oh, my brother says I've that. Heard that. And it really makes me uncomfortable. Mm. <laughs> I like it though, kind of. Tell Patrick he needs to stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's like kind of after you drink a lot of beer, like that's bubble guts. See, that makes sense. Mm. But no, this she would be like midday, like, I gotta go to the bathroom. I got bubble guts. And I was like, <laughs> Thank Ew. you for that little bit of information <laughs> that I just would not have lived the rest of the day without. Thank you. Ew. <laughs> wow all right service of others and health shall i go through them sure hit it hit it hit it hit it hit it get it get it get it get it we're all just like shaking everyone just stopped listening everyone's like fuck goodbye yeah Thank you so much for listening up to Yeah, either or that they or they joined. They yeah. joined, yeah. Yep. Yeah. There's two types of people right. in the world. This is our service to others. Okay. Wow. <laughs> wow. 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 It's a crazy day. It's a crazy day. All right. Crazy day to be alive. Son in the sixth house. You take pride in your work. <laughs> you take pride in your work and have a talent for organization. You need to feel appreciated. Health tends to be good with strong strong powers, Mm. (laughs) though you are subject to occasional nagging health problems. Mm. If your moon is up in that bitch, you Mm. may change jobs frequently until you find something that truly suits you. Unhappiness at work may affect your health adversely. You may be especially prone to bubble guts, a.k.a. (laughs) stomach trouble <laughs> as stated in the book mercury all right we're gonna just call myself out because all of my all right let's yeah, see mercury i have mercury i have venus yeah 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 all right mercury you are something of a perfectionist which can make day-to-day problems seem overwhelming. You take an interest in health, diet, and hygiene and are usually well-informed about the latest on these subjects. You have a tendency to be nervous and may have respiratory or bubble guts. Mm. Stomach See? See? Poopy tummy. tummy. No one says poopy tummy. (laughs) 
No one says that. Why is there shit in your stomach, Teresa? That it's not supposed to go up. It's supposed to go down. I also just want to say you are one of the most hygienic people I know. You are always Me? so concerned about being clean, I feel. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Seems so surprised. At- Me? all right yeah all right i can see it yeah that makes sense all right fine the tracks yeah venus so here i am again Mm. (laughs) you strive for harmony and good relationships with associates on the job you don't like hard or gritty physical labor Mm. health is good though you tend to overindulge in eating and drinking i feel like you're very good at building rapport with people for sure i'm also very good at overeating (laughs) <laughs> very good at that it's well, that's a strength <laughs> yeah yeah i'm really good at that mars in the sixth house in your work you set out to accomplish things this is the nicest thing she's had to say about mars yeah yeah well we're only one sentence in we still yeah. got like two and a half more sentences Wait, so. give it a second yeah. yeah all right mars in sixth house you in your work you set out to accomplish things keeping impulsiveness under control will make you more efficient you drive yourself hard and expect others to perform at your level you have vitality and energy but are prone to careless accidents hmm. okay that was nice yeah. That was nice. That was good. She, 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 what? She likes, she likes Mars and Mars the sixth, I guess. You think? Do you think that was? That was nicer than fucking yeah. you're else. rash. <laughs> Keeping impulsiveness under control. Well, yeah, yeah, you're right. But that was literally just how the words were listed. So it said like you are rash, and then it went and started the next sentence. Yeah. So mm-hmm. and my my brain just went you're rash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. I guess this is I guess that's better. Jupiter. Jupiter up in the sixth house. Troop, troop. You tend to be successful in work and get along well with associates. You are loyal and dependable, and Jupiter usually brings monetary reward. You love good food and tend to gain weight. Mm. (laughs) Nice. Damn. Great. Uh, I actually just realized I have Mars in the sixth house. Do you? I do. So you need to keep your impulsiveness under the fuck control, and you'll be more efficient. Yeah, well. Yeah, well. you drive yourself hard and you expect others to perform at your level which isn't a bad thing and yeah. be careful with accidents yeah mm. i am very clumsy both of you go wrap yourselves in bubble wrap <laughs> all the time yeah. be careful okay yeah you better. all right you put like pillows wear elbow and knee pads and i would love it i would love time. it just put me in a big pillow bubble yeah. and i'll just Ooh, lay like around like inside of a yogi a bow? flying yogi bow so i don't even have to get up mm-hmm. i can be like one of those horrible people from wally it'll be great just like <laughs> motor around anyway such an underrated movie i love that movie it's so sad like it's it just because it, so it's so it's so real anyway saturn in the sixth you are a reliable worker and handle responsibility well you are Why is my brain not picking that word up? Exacting? What page is it on? 309. You are exacting in your demands on yourself? Am I literally having like a major dyslexic moment right now? Saturn in the sixth house. You are a reliable worker and handle responsibility very well. You're really fucking hard on yourself. 
mm-hmm. and, and demand a lot on yourself. Health may be under strain due to overwork or because you tend to neglect looking after yourself. Mm. Go take oh, a shower. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Come out from under the depths of Listen, your work. <laughs> Saturn in the sixth house. If you don't get a shower, Mars in the fifth house is going to rash you. Mm. Yeah. So All right. Hurry. You better hurry up. I'm just kidding. You're clean. Uh, Uranus in the sixth house. Mm -hmm. You think of new methods or original ideas in your trade. You are also erratic and patient and sometimes don't achieve as much as a more thorough and disciplined worker. Your health is subject to unusual complicates, complicates (laughs) that are difficult. Okay. Over there. No, your health is subject to unusual complaints. That are difficult to diagnose or treat. I'm having a fucking hard time. I what just happened? This. I am not being of service of others. I am not being very Virgo house right <laughs> I'm now. I'm not, not being very sick house. No. You're doing great. Listen, you're you are. You keep up the good work. What you've got. Neptune, you are idealistic about your work, sensitive to your surroundings and associates. You may have difficulty finding the right circumstances in which you can be happy and comfortable. Health is subject to strange ailments. Drugs are a particular hazard and their use should be supervised by a doctor. Well, uh, well uh, just like go to the doctor's office to smoke a bowl. Yeah. Just be like, I need you to watch me. Do hey, doc, I got to got to real quick. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> what doctor are you getting cocaine from <laughs> that's what i was wondering i'm just that's what it said go go be supervised by a doctor while you're doing drugs like what mm-hmm. i'm very confused <laughs> i am too this is very cocaine come from <laughs> because because cocaine was used as a drug to serve others yeah yeah there we go. It's all full circle. Mm-hmm. All right, Pluto. Let me say. Let me get this last one out, so I don't have to fucking keep doing this and stumbling <laughs> over my words. Pluto in the sixth house. You have great power of concentration and are intent on seeing results. You tend to overwork yourself. You take an interest in medicine and health, and are sometimes gifted in the healing arts. Oh no! no. What? What the fuck did, did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> One more time. No, that's not Please. the healing arts. That's a killing spell. You're trying to kill people. <laughs> it just makes me think of, have you ever seen the, the TikTok where it starts off with like a really small stick and it's like, and then it gets, no. keeps getting bigger and it's like, and then it gets, and then it. no, I've seen that one. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> but wait, but Tab, you said, Harry oh, Potter. is it a death spell? It's Avada Kedavra is what she's trying to say. It's how you kill somebody. (laughs) It's supposed to be healing. (laughs) I'm going to heal you from life. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm going to end the ultimate burden. Life is suffering. What a fucking weird ass episode this is. For real. I don't know what. Should we put a disclaimer in the front of it? Like, sorry, guys. We're out of our goddamn minds this episode. No, I think that everybody should just take it and like it for what it is. Wow. (laughs) We're just rashing everybody. Being very Mars Um, in the fifth house today. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um, Less Mars in the fifth house, more 
Delaware Water Gap excited. Okay, great. I will. <laughs> but I feel like that's the same thing. It's like this uh, over excitement mm. of expression, you know? It is being like rash. Like I could shoot off like a rocket. Yeah. Into outer space. Um, pew, pew. But yeah, should uh, so the sixth house, you know, Virgo, <laughs> being of service to other people, the healing arts not killing but loving and staying <laughs> clean and staying so fresh and so clean not, i not also find it voldemort. interesting that i have my yeah no Vol- voldemort does not live in this house no. <laughs> i feel like my taurus mars makes a lot of sense um especially because like i can get lazy on things like that especially now that i work from home like, I, I try to at least take a body shower every day, but, like, I've gone probably, like, a week and a half without seeing people, so I just don't wash my hair. Like, you know, and, like, things like that are, like, comfortable for me. And I feel like also my Taurus Mars in the sixth house also is, like, I was talking to somebody about this the other day, and they were said big slug energy. And I was like, yeah. Big yeah. slug energy. I like that. <laughs> even though like i can i do get things done and i do have motivation for them also most of the time big slug energy is mm, me big for sure yeah i feel that also it's not like you have gross greasy hair and dry shampoo is a thing mm-hmm. yeah i use dry shampoo and i feel like it gives my hair more volume because my hair as i get older my hair gets more flat and it makes me really sad about my life so yeah i'm sorry okay thank you i definitely i don't i think two days max for me and then i gotta wash it Mm -hmm. that's how mine is you like wash your hair almost every day right tab i feel like you wash your hair a lot at least every other day yeah Yeah, same yeah i have to because it gets greasy so fast and i can't stand the feeling of dry shampoo it's like on board with like terracotta (laughs) (laughs) i like the way my rusty spoon feels wrong i said it wrong do you want to try again no i don't because my words are just fucked today i can't say anything i can't say words i don't have words to say we did it guys you did good we did i and i hope people actually learned from this episode because (laughs) 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 drop us a line we need validation please okay make us feel better about ourselves and please tell us that you at least learned something (laughs) <laughs> you're gonna be like mars in the fifth house is a rash that's what i learned, <laughs> that's that's what I learned. <laughs> oh i feel like the like when we did the first three houses that mm-hmm. was like we were in it and this one we're just shitting all over the place and laughing at it <laughs> no, doesn't, doesn't mean make that sense. we're not still in it it's just no, uh I it's know. a different level of being in it well for me i was so excited about that like I just, I feel like everything makes sense now with the zodiacs matched up to the houses. I feel like that was the thing. That Gives like, you a oh. new perspective. It's like, I get it. I get it now. Mm. So we do have an announcement to make that uh, the tickets for Nyack for the tour um, are now on sale. So we have two shows on sale in Philly. Uh, and then we have one show on sale in Nyack. New York uh, at the Modern Druid. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's going to be more of an exclusive show, uh, very yeah. limited seating. And you also get a little a little gift from us for that one, mm-hmm. which is cool. And we are potentially trying to get a fourth location. So stay tuned. We're hoping to get some confirmation on that soon. Soon. Yeah. Yes. And uh, exciting. we hope to see you guys there. It's exciting. It's going to be fun. We're going to. And there's going to be have- themes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're gonna we'll 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 whip that out for you soon. But uh, it's gonna be a lot of this. So if you're liking this, come see us do it in person. <laughs> like everyone's this. like, everyone's like, nope, I'm not doing that. Uh, this is email. A weird Can I cancel gonna... my tickets? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is your? They're non-refundable. <laughs> I ain't dealing with that there shit. There's no refunds. <laughs> Uh, by the way, if you want to buy those tickets, anahottaspurpose.com slash tour, mm-hmm. and you can get the information and the details. They are they are popping off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the closer we get to the dates, that's always how it kind of goes. So yeah. get your tickets now. Get them early. Get your tickets here. Mm-hmm. Astro mm-hmm. hose out. G- g- goodbye. Mm-hmm. We're going to end it abruptly. Thank you for listening to this episode of Two Geminis and a Leo. If you enjoyed it, we would love to see you over on our social media. We have an Instagram at Two Geminis and a Leo. We are on Facebook, also at the same handle, Two Geminis and a Leo. And you can shoot us an email at Two Gemini One Leo. I don't have anything in my fifth house or my fourth house. Fourth house. I was just looking at that and I think I might have, I think I might have fucked mine up too. The, wow, I guys. I, we're supposed to be professionals. Yeah. yeah. Who said we're professionals? Yeah, you're the, you're the professional. We're just fucking Not us. Yeah. 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 Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. 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 Higher standards. <laughs> that's fair. That, okay. That's fair. <laughs> You can definitely hold us to higher standards, but we are absolutely not professionals. <laughs> I'm sorry that I disappointed you. Okay, I forgive you. Somebody Thank called you. me a professional one day and I was like, what? What? Mm-hmm. Excuse me? I'm an animal. What are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>